five-ish fangirls, I love you. And I'm one of the five-ish. In fact, I'm the biggest one of the five-ish. I am the sixth Doctor Colin Baker, and I wish you all well. Have fun. Continue all the way to episode 373 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You mean to tell me my housekeeper has made a Faustian pact with a pixie from outer space? When she gets back, she's fired. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like a do work from the virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Brittany and Belvedere. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hopefully everyone is uh, having a safe Memorial Day weekend. Can't say it's been the case around here, but thankfully Mm -hmm. everyone's okay. So we're not going to complain too much. (laughs) So, And for those of you who are watching Stranger Things, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I have only watched one episode because that's all I could handle because I was not okay. <laughs> I have two episodes left. I'm hanging on. <laughs> it's like, if this is the way it's going to go, yeah, I'm going to need a minute. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I've seen two episodes and yeah. But, it's been a while. Need to get used to this show, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not quite uh, Infinity War and Game Therapy meeting, but close. Mm-hmm. So, well, eventually I will, uh, I'll, I'll finish the episodes before the rest mm-hmm. of them drop. So. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, all right, well, we need to do the news, um, which first up, we knew this was coming, we were talking about it at the end, because <laughs> it dropped as <laughs> we were finishing it up last week, as uh, we were so wrapping, we yes, get, yeah, we did get that Thor Love and Thunder trailer, and, uh, Holy cow, does it look good? Oh, well, yes, it does look really good. It's like, oh, yes, yes Taika with TD, I love you. <laughs> oh, uh, it's it's uh, the breath of fresh air we need. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering it, what, what, what exactly it was that Chris Hemsworth met, meant when he said it was going to blow our minds. Was it the interactions between Valkyrie and Jane? Was it the jane being a badass too hard you (laughs) or was it seeing thor's naked butt well pixelated naked butt. butt. (laughs) (laughs) oh my so um and i think half of the female fan base is doing the yes from thor ragnarok when thor sees hulk for the (laughs) Yeah, really. <laughs> no kidding. 
So, oh my. And then we had Star Wars Celebration and Man O'Man. Yeah, then we had like Star Wars Christmas. It was like, it was like fandom Christmas Star Wars version for all the people that braved Anaheim over the weekend, (laughs) which my boss, I don't know if this, if this was a spur of the, how far ahead they had planned this, but she happened to be in Disneyland late last week and i have no idea if she actually knew that star wars celebration was happening at the same time (laughs) so Mm. i'll have to ask we are all back together so i mean it looks like they had fun they got they were there a few days before celebration started so it was before most of the madness but still i was like you do know that there's a big Star Wars convention going on this weekend that you're you're potentially overlapping, right? So maybe, maybe yeah. I'm not yeah. telling. Yeah, so but I, I know some people that were there for celebration and it looked like it was a lot of fun. Um yes. so and the next one is already on the calendar for all the Star Wars fans out there this time in Europe I believe in London I think is when the next one is so yeah I so. think yeah, in July I think yep so but yeah we got uh, a, a little bit of non-Star Wars related just because there was some overlap you know because like Harrison Ford uh mm-hmm. yeah wanted to show up because of all the star wars stuff and he's like oh by the way here's a the teaser image for the next indiana jones movie uh okay. <laughs> they've been teasing for years now yeah mm-hmm. um yep yeah, so that's due out next year um but most of it is is star wars or at least someone that's been involved in star wars related so mm-hmm. um yes we've gotten uh obviously a lot of stuff was shown there that's not been released to the public uh at least not right. yet <laughs> uh, but uh, are, it will be yeah so Maybe. um they uh Obviously, we're talking about a lot of the shows that are coming to Disney Plus, including Ahsoka, which is actually currently in production. Um, mm-hmm. But they have teased that we are going to see several of our friends from Star Wars Rebels. If you watch the Rebel series, including Sabine mm-hmm. Chopper and Hera, and uh-huh. they did not confirm, but people think that we may see a live action version of Ezra as well so i would have excited for live action chopper Mm -hmm. though because i love chopper oh yes yes (laughs) any of the droids in live action that are animated is worth it yeah yeah i mean they do such a good job giving all the different droids personalities um, uh-huh. and choppers Chopper no has a strong has a strong personality i love yes him <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and r2d2 could be lost relatives <laughs> yes <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah if, if anything uh, chopper does not have a bad motivator at least not in the non-functional type of way if anything his motivator is at the other end of the spectrum where he's very yes. motivated yes. <laughs> yes. let's dial that back a bit yes <laughs> you don't need to be uh, rolling yeah. for initiative every single time we have to do an interaction exactly 
right? Um, so they've also announced a new series called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Which looks um, good. That is going to star Jude Law. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> I like Jude Law, so. This is being brought oh. to us by John Watson, Christopher Ford, the guys behind Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> so we know nice. it's in good hands. Um, yes. But it's going to follow a group of 10-year-old kids from a small planet who get lost in that galaxy far, far away and must try to find their way home. And this will take place after Return of the Jedi and fit within the same timeline as the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. Cool. And speaking of the Mandalorian, to Star Wars fandom. Yep. (laughs) Hope you. Hopefully, it's a little better than the Harry Potter. (laughs) I would think so. Yeah. (laughs) If Spider Way and No My Home is any indication. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of the Mandalorian, happy birthday to me! Mandalorian (laughs) season three coming this February. Uh-huh. Yes. Complete with a appearance of a certain uh foundling child during the panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should share, share that video to our Facebook at not just inside the yes. chat, but I was like yes. watching John Favreau with little Grogu, and I'm like, oh, he's so yeah. <laughs> our precious little cinnamon roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It, it's, it's so wild because it's like oh he's so cute and then also like the the like you know behind the scenes nerd that i am i'm like that is an amazing piece of puppetry right <laughs> yes yeah. i didn't sit down i was like whoa yeah yeah i mean he's like articulated he could stand up and sit down on his own so this is not like kermit the frog puppetry this is like crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> mechanical i'm Who's surely remote controlled <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sure he's like fully remote controlled by somebody backstage um, mm-hmm. but you know I've, I've seen puppets where they have to have like you know you're used to like as a kid having like an rc car and you maybe have like two controls you know one for forwards backwards one to turn left and right Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. get into stuff like this where it's like you know dozens of little switches and things to make all the things work so it's like Like a whole mixing board almost yeah it is it's wild it's really really wild so but that's what makes him so cute is because he's so believable Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, they announced uh, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. It's going to be an animated anthology of shorts that's going to be coming this fall on Disney Plus that will tell stories of characters like Ahsoka and Count Dooku. Um, but we'll also have Qui Gon Jinn with Liam Neeson. Yay! The voice. Woot. Yep. Welcome back, Liam. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, and then we are getting we we had a we've had a couple of Lego Star Wars related things. Um mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. throughout the years. So on August 5th on Disney Plus, we are getting Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation, where we will see Rose, Ray, Finn, Poe, and Chewbacca taking a vacation after defeating Emperor Palpatine. So this is post Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> um, what could possibly go wrong with Exactly. This? They will quickly learn that other Star Wars characters who have attempted to take a peaceful vacation have not had very good luck. So alongside, uh, you know, characters we expect to see, we are getting a new character called Vic Van Co, which makes me think of Van Gogh. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, no idea if that's supposed to be a, a play on that or not. Voiced by Weird Al. Yay! <laughs> so we're bringing Weird Al into the Star Wars universe in Lego form. Officially, yeah, yeah no, officially <laughs> into the. I mean, sure, he did the. <laughs> I mean, he's already part oh, of part Santa of the My Little Pony universe, well. so right, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, he did the saga begins, so I mean, he is considered in the Star Wars family. With yeah, that, but he's but... not been a character though. Character, yes, himself. True. So this cements it even more. Getting... Yep, they have like an Easter egg of that song like playing somewhere. Yes, yeah. if his character does not pick up an accordion at some point during this cartoon, somebody has failed. That's all right? I'm saying. Yeah. Or, or, or if you're thinking that it's an homage to Vincent Van Gogh, if there isn't a painting of some sort of space accordion, yes, Ooh. something, something like that. <laughs> an exploding accordion i mean even his even his even his pony on my little pony whose name was cheese sandwich had the curly (laughs) hair but his (coughs) cutie mark was like a Uh grilled cheese sandwich where it's cut diagonally so you had the two triangles pulled apart with the street with the cheese kind of stretching and stringing in between but when he Uh moved around and dance it would it would flex so it kind of looked like an accordion (laughs) oh cool (laughs) i guess we'll find out on august 5th uh (laughs) this last bit of news oh my goodness this one had me down please don't take away my geek card i've never seen Mm. willow it's 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 on it's on disney plus now so i can watch it Mm -hmm. which is good but yeah, we've yeah. got our first look at the Willow sequel. It, it's a little slow coming. moving at first, but then it does pick up. Yeah. But it's it's good. Yeah. So yeah. Willow is coming to Disney Plus uh, around Thanksgiving, so end of November. Uh, so we've got some, a bit of time to wait on that, but that, that, that's okay. It's not like we don't have other stuff to watch right? <laughs> yeah. between now and then. And that okay. also gives you plenty of time to actually watch willow proper uh no mm-hmm. so. add that to the list make, make you watch it sooner yep yeah it's one of those where it's like you know i know of it yeah mm-hmm. i've just never gotten around to it and now like you mean like that I've, I've got motivation and it's on disney plus so it's easily accessible mm-hmm. which is which is good so it's i the one thing i love about this is you know he's in so much stuff he's kind of like doug jones where he's in 
everything, mm-hmm. but you don't know it because you never see his face, even in Harry Potter. Right. You know, yeah. he's yes. got you know, even as like Professor Flitwick, you know, they give him a little mustache and stuff. Uh, so to see Warwick Davis essentially look like himself, yes, is always a good thing. <laughs> so. Yes. so, another Star Wars show that we didn't get, we forgot to mention. Uh, they had a trailer for season two of The Bad Batch, which comes out this fall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is true. And then... We're not holding um, for new Star Wars stuff. No, year. not really. Not <laughs> really at all. Um, and then kind of... Well, I guess the, the, the Lego is coming soonest, uh, but yeah, we'll book in the month of August with uh, Andor mm-hmm. uh, coming mm-hmm. to Disney Plus on August 31st. And so we get that to see trailer looked really good, too. Cassian Ooh, Andor yeah. post Rogue One. So we get it. It's, I think it'd be kind of cool because it'll give us a chance to see the kind of the it's it's at least what it appears to be to me kind some of the rebellion because we've got um oh crap i can't think of her name now ah uh, uh, the, the tall skinny lady with with the the, the when they get the death star plans oh i know who you're talking Yes. Ah! So much fun. The gal that plays her now is a really good doppelganger for the gal that played her in the original Star Wars. Mon Mothma? The gal who played Mon Mothma? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we get we'll get to see some of her when all she she's part of the rebellion. But I think we're gonna I think it also kind of looks like we're gonna see kind of like on the ground kind of civilian. Mm-hmm aftermath of rogue one and and i'm assuming the events of a new hope or post episode uh, new hope i i guess i don't know I'm not sure exactly obviously it's post rogue one but there's all that time at the end of rogue one until they blow up the death star that right. should be happening so mm-hmm. um yeah, it's not like all you know. The rebellion was doing all the work, and people were just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. So, I think it'll be kind of fun to see what was going on outside of like you know the characters we already know. Yeah. So, considering you know, pretty much the entire cast of characters in Rogue One is dead. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about this. I'm like. <laughs> so it's like what happened to what was left of the rogue crew mm-hmm. oh. 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 Yes. i haven't it's watched like... rogue one in a while so give me a good excuse to yeah. watch it again yeah yeah so yay star wars slash lucasfilm fandom christmas yeah Yeah. All right. Moving on to feedback. Just a little bit of feedback from Shalane. Um, she says that uh, she doesn't have 
much to say about She-Hulk, but she thinks it looks really awesome and funny. Uh, she says, like Kermit the Frog would say, it's not easy being green. <laughs> True. She says, also fun to have Bruce Banner as her mentor in the series. Um, and since that trailer was originally released, Disney Plus has uh, since released a second trailer, which is exactly the first, the, as far as the clips and everything, but with better CGI. So they've already been like, look, we can do better. We were in a rush. Stuff got leaked. I'm assuming yep. uh, that I don't think they'll ever confirm that that's why we got the trailer that we got because of the release date leak or not, but I'm going with that assumption. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she asked if we've seen this fan art picture of the OG Avengers and the new Avengers, um, which I've shared in our chat, but I can share on our Facebook page too. So, but it's a, it's kind of cool looking for mm -hmm. some very talented fans out there when it comes to art. Yes. Know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very. I've good. seen a meme of it, but this is the first time I've seen the full thing. Yeah. 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 So it is cool. It's very cool. So well, thank you, Shalane. Yes. For your feedback. So all right moving whoops on <laughs> to let's accidentally close a tab that's okay uh <laughs> uh moving on to this week's main topic which is britney's big finish pick because her birthday is coming up mm -hmm. yes <laughs> oh and britney picked a sixth doctor and evelyn story which i didn't even have to like guilt her into doing it she did it all on her own yeah. uh, <laughs> i always appreciate it though uh, uh this one's a this one's a good one too though um mm -hmm. yes. yes it is yeah, I mean, we say that pretty much with every big finish because big finish is just awesome to begin with. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, this is a, again, another early in the big finish run um, mm -hmm. because this is like, uh, what is it? Like the, what number is uh, it? It's It's early on. It's like in the first. I, I, it's number nine. <laughs> I know it was like under twenty, but I couldn't remember. So it was under ten, technically. Yeah, yeah, it's number nine. So it's 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 early early on in in the run, um, but um, this one is really fun because this has. Um, well, depending on who you want to argue with, this either is or isn't canon. The first first adventure of the Sixth Doctor and the Brigadier together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it depends on where you stand with Dimensions in Time. I mm -hmm. personally think Dimensions in Time is canon. <laughs> so, 
so to me this is the second time mm-hmm. and i just like to think that everything in dimensions of time was one of those wibbly wobbly timey-wimey things yep. not like the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. where once the time yep. stream straightened out they all forgot so this is why the doctor and the brigadier are acting like this is the first version the first in, uh, interaction with this particular incarnation <laughs> so and and i love i love how casual the brig is about it. i'm like yep i think i have an idea who it was you like are. it was like <laughs> if it if, it's like if it wasn't the abrupt appearance the warm welcome the strange outfit tells me everything i need to know (laughs) and and i can guess there's a police box parked out here somewhere (laughs) yep so um but is is this the brigadier's first appearance in big finish completely i think i think i think it is Okay. Because I, I I know he had a I know he was in he was in an eighth doctor one, but I think that one was that came out later. Okay. And uh, I can't remember. I think I don't remember now off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Because he only okay. yeah. He only appears in the monthly range mm-hmm. three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Menuet in Hell and in Zagreus, because everybody's in Zagreus. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it like in Zagreus, like Nicholas Courtney voiced something else too, right? Yeah, because it, it's the brigadier, yeah. but it's not the actual brigadier. It's uh, it's the TARDIS using the brigadier's image. That's right. Yeah. Like I remember. We'll do some grace one of these days, but you you, you got to wrap your head. It's a little hard to wrap your head yeah. around. It's, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a long, it's a like long one, but it's a good one because I can't yes. remember if it's. I can't remember if the part of if the grace is part of the Davros and the Master. If that's like a trilogy if they're all interconnected together because the cover designs are almost similar my i think that was solid because i think if i remember it's like the garius was what the 50th big finish story that yeah could be yeah it was their their 50th release and um it was also released for doctor who's 40th anniversary Yes, that's right. 2003. So, because I remember listening to Zagreus and then listening to the um, audio um, interviews with some of the cast. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny. And I don't remember who it was. I don't know if you remember. It was like Nicola Bryant or somebody like that. That was like, oh, it's so great to, you know, to celebrate Doctor Who, you know, because it's, you know, it's been 40 years since Doctor Who began and you know to have all these characters together because it was the first time they did like a big story with that like that many doctors and stuff together Mm -hmm. Uh, since the since the show had been on and it's like you know the show's been off for a while and i'm like well you didn't know then it'd be back in two years right Mm -hmm. (laughs) we talked about the greatest a little bit when we did like our doctor who anniversary special episode where we talk about the the different 
anniversaries things that mm-hmm. doctor who has tried to you know has done throughout the now almost it'll be 60 years next year <laughs> my goodness yep it means it's been 10 years since day of the doctor Whew. yep does not feel like mm-hmm. it's been 10 years <laughs> it's crazy isn't it Mm-hmm. yeah but we didn't know that was going to be a thing when they were doing big finish you know at this point you know no, it's 2000 it's the year 2000 yeah. when they you know are doing this and you know uh, unfortunately nicholas courtney would only be with us for another 11 years mm-hmm. uh, he passed away in 2011 uh so it's a shame he didn't get to do more big finish yeah. Um, yeah. Especially now that Unit has their own series. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, I would have, have loved the, the character of Kate to help carry mm-hmm. that along. Yeah. <clears throat> I would have loved to Luckily, see him and Wilf trade some notes. That yeah. would have been interesting. More veterans. Yeah. Make him an honorary Unit agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this 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 one i think the title is a little misleading because it kind of makes you sound like maybe it's going to be like a ghost story right yeah like some actual more ghostly stories we've had Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> throughout Chains of midnight Who. looking at you yeah yeah you know so i mean it gets into like some celtic-ish mythology kind of mm-hmm. with the imps but mm-hmm. not really because you know, like you hear the word specter and you know, I guess if you're a certain mind, your mind goes to, well, that's another term for ghosts or spirits, right. or your mind goes to James Bond, uh, <laughs> yeah, which is something completely too. different. Um, <laughs> that more, more recent for us, we can think of Mark. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. That is true. Uh, if you have your Marvel fan, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. But they're, they're really isn't that it's more like just there are these people doing these arche- like this archaeological expedition at this moor which i think is really just a fancy word for swamp <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> pretty much fancy, swampy it's area fancier, it's a fancier swamp uh mm-hmm. i'm an american i'm sorry things are swamps uh oh um but um so you know these people doing like this archaeological expedition kind of in the area of the swamp and there's this kind of generational conflict between like the older traditional archaeologists as they were called you know as a younger guy calls them the trowel bangers (laughs) yeah and then the newer guy that's like computers because this is set in the year 2000 actually so it's set in the year that it was recorded um so this is very modern for doctor who at the time 
Uh, so talking about being on the internet and using computers and that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, but it turns out something there's something more nefarious going on. And then it turns out that the nefarious thing never had to happen in the first place. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the meantime, we get the Brigadier and Evelyn really kind of doing what they do best. So, mm-hmm. you know, because... Uh, you know i don't know timeline wise but i imagine that the brigadier and evelyn are closer in age yes that's what i was and is I it just me so. or did do, do you think that Evelyn had just a teeny tiny crush on the brig <laughs> i don't think I so i didn't think okay you get that feeling but yeah okay maybe i mean just from the way that she had asked that one question if he was or he did something with some, if it was a dessert or something, that's kind of where I got that little. No, I think she was just. I could have uh, been reading too much it, into it. Yeah, I think you're reading too much into it. So yeah, at the end when she's asking about the, what's the, the, the chocolate pudding? <laughs> yes. Status yes. of the pub. No, Evelyn just yes. really loves chocolate. I was like, that's what we call chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, because if I was somebody was going to take me to a traditional, you know, seemingly traditional Irish pub, I would be asking what the the chips situation is. So yeah, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm more Rose Tyler when it comes to those things. I want chips, uh, mm-hmm. but as as we've learned, Evelyn really, really loves chocolate. <laughs> so yes. I mean, she has her, you know, uh, the unfortunate incident with the the backpacker um mm-hmm. who ends up getting mauled uh, you know and she's like hot chocolate please that's evil in for you yeah QB fringe with um remus from harry potter yeah <laughs> yes she would be handy to have around if there's any dementors around. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. If anything can be fixed, it can be fixed with some chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, they, if it works for Evelyn Smythe, why not? Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, I mean, Evelyn she definitely seemed to have uh she definitely seems to take on a like maternal affection for the young folk yeah as we've mm-hmm. seen or heard in some of her others so when you know this this uh this young scientist until we find out that he's uh you know working for the bad guy uh was it ludgate uh yeah that yeah yeah she seems she seems to take on a bit of maternal affection for him because she's like oh you remind me of one of my students he's about your age (laughs) you know that sort of thing so um but uh but she she never really acts her age which is one of the things i love about evelyn she's Mm -hmm. you know yeah she is an older companion other than I mean, off the top of my head, like head, like Wilf would be 
you know, up there in the same, like the doctor's companions tend to be like 30 and I would, under. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say 40 and under. Cause, yeah, because like Ian and Barbara were probably in their 30s, pushing 40 maybe, especially with Ian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she is totally in it to do what she needs you know do do what needs to be done you know despite her being on the on the older side you know when uh again before we find out that he's you know a traitor legate comes coming you know is talking to her and she's like you know i got this weird feeling when i was over at the manor and uh you know um you know, I was getting these weird vibes from Archibald Flint, and he's like, "Well, you know, Archibald goes down to the, you know down to the village about this time of day, and they think you're up here sleeping, so we could pop on over there and do some sneaking around." And she's like, "Breaking, break in." And he's like, "Well, yeah." And she's like, "Let's do it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's the evil one that I've come to know and love. So. And then she gets chap- captured. And she's like, okay, well, I've been in this predicament before. This is the time where I figure out a way to get out. And she does. Mm-hmm. She breaks a window <laughs> to do it, but she manages it. So, you know, she's a... Uh, uh, yeah, I just uh, <laughs> I love Evelyn. <laughs> Me too. So, um, but I mean, other than the bit where he he and the brig go out to the the fugu at one point with the roll of copper wire, and then when the doctor cobbles together is kind of weird crystal based radio psychic amplifier type thing honestly the doctor really doesn't do a whole lot in this episode <laughs> in this story Not really it's really the brig and evelyn who do most mm-hmm. of the legwork so uh which i think is good i think i i you know d- d- the doctor all you know always tries to be the the center of everything because the doctor always thinks they're the smartest person in the room and yeah. more often than not, that is the case. But I think Big Finish, when they were writing this one, recognized the history that the Doctor and the Brig have and know mm-hmm. that the Brigadier, just regardless of what age he might be, knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is, you know, is will, you know, has initiative and is willing to lead and follow um you know when it comes down to it uh which i think is pretty awesome i like the did anyone catch when we uh when the we get the first scene with the brigadier um and the older archaeologist um uh professor morgan um what he's asking he's asking the brigadier to help him he's like you know i've got all this stuff that needs sorting 
uh, and cataloging <laughs> brigadiers are like, well, it's not really my expertise. I'm like, it's not really units expertise cataloging and dating things correctly. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> right? I don't know if that was meant to be. <laughs> booking that a little nod and a week of that but that's how i took it uh-huh. <laughs> and if it wasn't it was it was nicely slid in yes yeah. <laughs> like and it's not gotten any i don't know if it's really gotten any better since kate took over but definitely i know kate definitely has suffered the consequences of units lack of dating protocol <laughs> yeah yeah oh goodness uh, oh um but yeah and, and i almost kind of i like this one but i think it's mostly just because of having the doctor and the brigadier together um, yeah because honestly yeah honestly this story is just kind of meh and kind of predictable. I like remember the first time I listened to it. I kind of was guessing, like who was like betraying them and all that. I was I kind of figured that out early on. Mm-hmm. Even the um maid, the, the what was her name? Not, not the maid, but. Like the housekeeper like i like i i, I had oh yeah the, yeah the um mrs moynihan yeah yes yeah yeah i mean i just yeah like they they started to do this thing with um Archibald with this whole mm-hmm. like Alistair Crowley thing mm-hmm. but it just kind of because eh, I thought they tried to do like two stories like it was him and then with um the, the, the alien dude the yeah the aliens yeah the Treganians. um mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, it's like oh it's like oh alistair crowley because like you know you know supposedly one of the most evil people mm-hmm. ever in the history of humankind um not to be infused with our Crowley from Good Omens, who is not. Uh, <laughs> but he's not human either. So uh, nope. we're talking cr- human people named Crowley. <laughs> then we've got a few. <laughs> yeah, but in this case, you know, because it's like, yeah, his story as a real historical figure is actually quite fascinating. Again, because I like, yeah. I have this weird not that weird because i know i'm not the only one i have this fascination with things like cults and stuff like Mm -hmm. that uh so (laughs) it's like oh this is right up my alley but it's like this flint is like motivated by like this weird idea that he's like part of the cult of crowley crowley was a prophet and he's gonna take this power 
and use it to rule the world, but then when the alien shows up, Sankrita, he's all like, oh, I've been waiting to meet you. Like, you never really indicated that you knew that there was someone to meet. Mm-hmm. And then Sangrita was all like, I'm not teaming up with a human being. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would nothing to do with you. So that was just, that was kind of weird. Like the whole thing with uh, Miss Moynihan, that makes more sense because we could hear that she was being like psychically manipulated mm-hmm. by the alien. So it makes sense why she did what she did and gives the whole, you know, reason why she went to Greece because the, you know, the British Isles traded with, you know, Greece among other places back when that was a big thing. So it makes sense. Um, And then, so then like the whole, like Flint, thing gets literally tossed out almost because you know, it gets tossed into a hallway uh, <laughs> uh so then we have this alien that's like i've been trapped here for eighteen thousand years and now i have my revenge on my brother who left me behind and then it turns out his brother's been dead the entire time so he's pissed off for nothing yeah mm-hmm. exactly so it's like it's like you could have left like the whole crowley thing aside and -hmm. just had flint be like also being psychically manipulated because we know that he can do that even though he's physically trapped and just have that been flint's motivation and i think that would have worked and then still had the twist that the alien so pissed off because he's been left you know was trapped on earth for almost 20,000 years but it turns out he wasn't abandoned his brother was dead it also turns out he's dead because he's the one that killed him which I don't know yeah. that, that additional twist was necessary or not they could have just been like oh you know there was a malfunction or something you know and it explosion and that killed him or something i don't know they could even like say something like maybe like a a human did it well no because he was one been alive back then would they yeah no that was back when there were dinosaurs i think well actually not dinosaurs because we're only talking eighteen thousand years so dinosaurs were millions of years ago but he said something about big beasts so this still would have had to been something so like mammoths yeah could be saber tooth tigers <laughs> yeah. all right power rangers master don saber tooth tiger yeah it just it seems like maybe they had like the the inklings of a couple of ideas but couldn't quite flesh them out completely in your own thing so they're like eh, we'll just kind of mush this together but again this is really early days of big finish yeah right. it's a, episode so, nine yeah we can't oh, fault nine, them. So, but it was nine so it was like oh 
Yeah, we can't really fault them a whole lot because, I mean, when it comes to script writing, like I said, it seems like they did a really good job of capturing the Brigadier. Oh, yeah. The rapport that the Brigadiers had with the Doctor, regardless of incarnation. Um, And I think that's the more important thing to this story. Mm -hmm. I think the kind of alien adventure is always takes a back seat to just having the doctor and the brigadier reunited because that's such an important relationship mm-hmm. in the history of doctor who mm-hmm. that it's like eh, the, the plot the story aliens whatever we just need a reason for the brigadier to do what the brigadier does in this case yes. he's the one he's the one that saves the day at the very end yeah mm-hmm. so no, I will. I will not complain too much about Mm-mm. the weird, the yeah. weird plot because mm-hmm. no, the brig. <laughs> it's the brig. It's the brig of the doctor. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, he'll that you know. Eventually, he'll go back up to where Doris is staying with her parents, and she'll be like, "How was your trip, honey?" And he'll be like, "Oh, fine." <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll guess who never you'll never guess who i ran into and you'll probably yeah. get it in one <laughs> yeah so. i like the whole comments about the hair the hair bits yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you had darker hair well so did you <laughs> and i'm like Yep, actually, second doctor. Yes, he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then third doctor, he was right here. Third doctor did too. He he traded the ruffles for a more technicolored look. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, the uh, the the frilly cravats the, 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 in the front well, of the. I guess. Well, yeah. I was like, considering this takes place between. Uh, the um, continuity-wise, pretty much all of the all of this doctor's uh, uh, adventures with Evelyn take place kind of during Trial of a Time Lord ish, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know when this. Yeah, pretty much everything with the Sixth Doctor and Evelyn is like I haven't I haven't listened to enough of the Big Finish to to quite pinpoint down like it's somewhere I don't know if it's either in between him getting separated from Perry before he gets pulled to the trial or if it's post-trial and for some reason Mel goes off somewhere else or if it's in between perry and mel i think it's in between perry and mel that makes the most sense to me yeah so um and then obviously before time of the ronnie because that's where he generates in the sylvester mccoy so Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) so definitely has to take place before that uh but i was gonna say at this point the doctor's volume of hair 
is going to match the third doctor's closer, even if the colors uh-huh. the same. <laughs> yeah. The tile of trial of the time lord. Uh, yeah, he he was. The sixth doctor has poofy. quite a poof of hair. He and Peter Capaldi <laughs> like did. So, I don't know if Oof. Peter Capaldi did that on purpose, where he's like, "I'm yeah. gonna start my run with a short hairdo, and by the time I get done, I'm gonna have like this huge poof." on my head <laughs> the floof is strong with these two yes so it's like you can tell exactly where the doctors run you are based on the volume of hair at least with those hair, two yeah. doctors uh, kind of like you can tell what season of supernatural you're in based on sam's hairstyle yeah man yeah. theme boom 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 yes. boom boom yeah yeah exactly uh so it's like yeah so the uh the, the doctor's hair may be a different color, but uh, still a flamboyant dresser and um, mm-hmm. full head of hair. Uh, yep, wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> nope, not at all. So. So. And um, if any of our listeners out there unfortunately i believe that's the only proper audio with the sixth doctor and the brigadier um but there is a sixth doctor and brigadier book out there that we did in the book club ages ago uh so if you mm-hmm. want to go back to that discussion you can um oh, but um it's what book was this? Foe in the glass, I believe. Or demon in the glass? Demon in the glass. Yeah, because I think I'm getting faux glass com- or that confused with faux glass and Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shadow in the glass. Shadow in the glass. There we go. All I know is it's the one with Hitler. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's one we did in the book club ages ago. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the the Sixth Doctor and the Brigadier face Hitler. So, yep. Which, um, if you remember from the 50th, when the TARDIS cannot get into the Black Archive and the doctor calls Kate on um, that radio type thing, Mm -hmm. its origin is in that book. Mm hmm. Because the doctor's like a gift for, to your father. <laughs> it's like, I know where he gave you that is in that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <Yeah. clears throat> so, all right. Anything else? No. Nope. If you're looking yeah, for is- a good Brig story that's big finished, this is the one to. One to go to. Yeah, because there's the other one not as good from what I remember, unfortunately. Yeah, man, you went and how it was all right, but 
from what I can remember when I listened to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I may have to go back and re-listen and we'll see if my opinion changes, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Zagray is, on the other hand, really good. Not mm-hmm. recommended if you're new to Big Finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Yep. Yeah. But it, it, it this I mean, like I said, the the alien plot. Yeah, not the important part. The important part is the doctor and the brigadier and Evelyn thrown into that yeah. mix. She fits in yes. perfectly. So mm-hmm. yeah. all right. Well. If any of our listeners want to give their two cents on their thoughts uh, of uh, this particular big finish story or let us know, where do you fall? Dimensions in time, canon or not? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Put on on Facebook and see. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So... um, you you can uh hit us up uh you can send us feedback uh our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com or you can go to our website which is the fiveishfangirls.com where you can connect with all of our other social media accounts twitter instagram and the like where you can also send us messages um there is also the link to the goodreads book club so if you do reach out on the glass and want to go back to that discussion you can um if you uh would like to financially support us you could do that a few ways including just giving us a straight up donation through coffee or um we also have our patreon if you want to become a regular uh monetary supporter or if you want uh some merch we have our red bubble shop where we've got a good number of designs, including some new ones that have been added within the last month. And actually, I got my shirts the other day. I'm very excited to wear those Hi. at PopCon. So <laughs> this, uh, next week, yep. this weekend, this weekend, yeah, as we're recording this. So uh, I've a uh, PopCon three days. I only have two shirts. So um i guess if you want to see said shirts um well you got a two out of three chance that i'll be wearing one of the new shirts (laughs) (laughs) bob got so (laughs) what order i'm gonna wear i haven't decided yet we shall see um but i have them and i'm very excited um so yeah so red bubble shirts there you go um and of course we appreciate your support whether it's monetarily or just the thumbs up and shares and retweets and comments and that sort of thing so we will uh be at it again next week uh hopefully uh popcon doesn't completely do we in 
<laughs> yeah, fingers I'll crossed. Come and, I'm going to come crawling in hell or high water after Pop God because we're finally talking to Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness next week. So be prepared. Yeah. Uh, there's your there's a spoiler spoiler warning if you've not seen Doctor Strange yet you need to because we're going full on spoilers next week. Yes. So, but in the meantime, um, if you are at PopCon, once I figure out where I'm going to be located, I will post on social media. <laughs> so, I don't have a I don't have a booth layout yet, so I don't know where I'm going to be. Exactly. TBD. <laughs> yes, TBD. So stay tuned to the social media. So of course, the podcast awards. I will be there for those which are this coming Friday night. Um, so it, at the very least, you can catch me at the podcast awards ceremony which is in the schedule which has a room location so there you go <clears throat> but i am looking forward to popcon and seeing everyone and having fun and should be a good time i'm excited mm-hmm. i do love me some popcon so <laughs> all right then so with that we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany above this saying good night this is Sally from Wisconsin saying good evening. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Remember, no goo, faux goo. to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.